guess there's baggage model train and all that crap. Yeah, so this is not, this was like flea market. Flea market. Right. This this movie should be called flea market. Well, maybe uh, should be called Natural Lampoon's Flea Market. <laughs> that would work. Yeah. Right now, basically, they're complaining about um, uh, the price to get in. You know, it's like a dollar fifty to get in. They're like, let me give you a dollar. Since lately, you know, they're having a big argument about it. Okay, the there's Annie from Wonderful John. Now, she's wearing the same outfit. That she woke up in? Yeah. 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 Kind of right. low class. Now, in real life, is I don't know, is she low class? She was um, on a um, Playboy, posed naked for a lot of the um, penthouse Playboy, uh, and her wee 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 wee. She's from Western Australia, Perth, and she has a really sweet accent, if I do say so myself. She was in used cars in 1962, and I love that film. I have seen that movie. I do like that movie. It is not Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell, right. And so when you turn down and see it. Look well, at this other the new joke cloud. here is like, can you lend me a dollar? And she's like, no, no, no. Go wear it on your bed. And that's his right. excuse to get into her bra. Right. <laughs> this is Delvina. And she is a psychic, a totally calm, et cetera, et cetera. But that's more of a calm Evonina. Now, her only real claim to fame is uh, Bang the Drum Slowly. Seventy-three. You probably heard that film. Yeah, I, I thought it was a war movie, and then it was like about baseball. That's right. It's about baseball. Bang the drum slowly makes me think of. Uh, okay, look. There is um, uh, King Vidius. Oh, John Grice? Grease? Yes, John Grice. Get out of here. Go to the club. From Joystick. <laughs> yeah, we he's saw a, that. yeah, we saw that movie. He's great. So this is that 70s, John. First one I was, that's one of the first ones I was a partner of your show on. Joystick. Yeah. It was worth it, huh? That's a great movie. Yeah, it was good. It is a good movie. It almost is too good for your show. Well, I found uh, the director, Gray, uh, Grayson Clark. He's a real oddity, Clark Grayson or whatever his name is. And he did a movie called Black Shampoo, which I can't find. But in 1983, he did Joysticks, a film with Joe Don Baker where he's on a hunt, and a film where Joe, bon uh, Joe Don Baker is in a – horror spoof called Wacko, the Psycho, and uh, it's on YouTube, and I think it's a, a group that does their own like uh, uh, video riffing as well, but they have like a ton of collections. Next next week, I'll, I'll find it and give the link. I was gonna, yeah. I was going to have the movie for us, but I think like this guy, these guys have already done it, and they have a copy of it in the movie, so that's fantastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it won't work for our show because I think I think they might have done it for the same purposes. So you know, but they have a copy of the movie uh, online, which is great. 
Oh, look at this. This is a real, like, flea market. Yeah, that's right. It really is a flea market. Uh, this is a place called um, California, and it's called Torrance. Torrance, California. Yeah, and Torrance. I'm just assuming it's near L.A. because of the landscape and everything. You know, there's other parts of California that are flea markets. You know? Really? Yeah. Like San Francisco? There's San Francisco, and there's uh, Napa Valley, and Fresno and Bakersfield and the rest. Oh, the valley. A lot of 72. And those are all parts of L.A., right? Uh, they're adjacent. <laughs> okay, Leah Perlman, I speak to her every week, and she's stealing things. That's her big aha joke. Now, Rhea Perlman is Cheers, right? Saucy Rhea Perlman for Cheers, the saucy waitress, exactly. And she's also from Beethoven's Big Break in Emily in Vegas. Beethoven's Fifth. They finally got it right this time. That's a good uh -huh. one. Because Beethoven's Fifth? Yeah. Uh-oh, psychedelic. But what was the original Beethoven? It was called Beethoven. Oh, it was, uh, it was called Amadeus. And it had no dogs whatsoever in it. Don't recommend it. <laughs> and then, uh, no, I'm just wondering if if Beethoven's fifth was the real Beethoven. Beethoven must have a huge thinking problem, and uh, I don't know that how he could have gotten through five. Now you're talking. You're voice, you're yeah. not referring to the the legendary composer. You're talking about the act dog actor Be uh, Beethoven. Exactly. Who had a terrible drinking. Absolutely. Right. And, yeah, and it was really now difficult to work with. book, talking about it before, called Hollywood Dogs That Drink. Hollywood and Dogs That Beethoven Drink. it was prominently Beethoven. Well, yeah. Well, he was just obnoxious. You know, you remember in Beethoven, the scene where uh, uh, she shakes his wet um, dog body on the golf course and he's like... Groating, yeah. Completely improvised. He was just drunk oh, and pissed off wow. at her. Yeah, wasn't even in the script. Yeah, I That's hear that Grodin and him did not get along. Did not. They did not talk to each other. Uh, during it, they did a table read. It was super awkward. You know, because one's uh, introverted, and the other is a dog. So it, it was just tough. A drunk dog. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, you said that like Beethoven would be a rowdy drunk, and he would come up to you and. Your beer out of your hand and kiss your wife and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what he would say to you? What? Ba 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 ba! <laughs> Beethoven, <laughs> bitch! I'm Beethoven. <laughs> What's he I gonna do, bro? <laughs> uh. Okay, yeah. so we're missing so much, and I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, well, so is Carl, can I ask you? Is I know you've seen this movie at least three times. Well, Did this. This is my third. I'm a little slower than you. Okay, well, there's no plot to this movie, right? It's just there is. It, there well, is there a plot. Is. The first time I watched it, I remember you telling me there was no plot, but right. there is. Oh, all right. Oh, look at the, they didn't even moon the guy. They just pantomime yeah. pants going down. That's right. They didn't really moon. Okay, so that guy is like a bad guy. Now, you saw the red car. That's for a reason. It's John Greer. Borrowing it right. from his father, but he's lying to everybody that it's his car. And the the guy we saw, the heavy, he's like a risk 
they want to get him back at hearing ice cream on his car. So he's going to go to Fat and Skinny, tell them, look, fuck up that cheeseburger deal. Not too bad, but just fuck it up. Here, I'll give you money. You work for my father. Look, you can see the boom mic. Did you see it? No. that. Oh, yes, it's right there. All right, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was... It, it blends in with some things. I missed that. Good call, man. Well, I'll tell you, there's nothing more thrilling to go to the theater and watch a giant parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like you're there. Well, I mean, now it's like, whoa, look at that. They're touching their faces. They're touching shit off the tables. Wow, this must be a hundred for people. That's the way you think. All scared. Listen, the TV, by the way, audience, yes. I don't know when you're listening to this, but coronavirus press and tour. And it's, what is it, maybe it's the third, the second, the second week of the period, right? Well, it's, it's, March, it's March 15th, yeah, it's in March. And uh, uh-huh. it, this uh, virus had started in January, uh, uh, getting noticed in America. Start of the year. Well, I mean, yes, in January. I mean, I remember all the open mics I went to, they were making jokes about Corona beer and Get the virus, and start um, things. You know, your pickup truck on your front lawn and stuff like that. But I mean, it's only been about two weeks now, and TV is like, be afraid, be very afraid. Well, I know Mini Radio is is our international stream. Shows are available as podcasts, but we also have a community space, which is part of the Mini Radio, and. The community started off as a pirate radio station during the, the Iraq war. Uh, it uh-huh. was used, it's now just work. So we're, we're, we are here for the community. I know that there is open live shows. Uh, oh, you know what I want to do, uh, Carl, is the Mike Spiegelman Open Mic Challenge. Uh-huh. I'm going to go okay. on Facebook and I'll say, if you do not perform at a to accept my challenge and not perform at an open mic tonight, I will donate five dollars. What? I don't know. Well, to the food bank, which is part of a, uh, I was gonna say Muni Radio. Oh, the Muni Radio. Well, Muni Radio has got to stop doing shows. They can't encourage people to come. Them too. So see, I, well, the Mike's people challenge is do not go to an open mic. Okay. So, you know. All right. It would be nice if. Well, uh, America, I recommend. Irresponsible. I recommend that everyone else <laughs> begin the challenge. You be the one guy who's going to stop it. Cool. They're all home. Don't be that guy. I'm <laughs> Gallon, not Goofus. <laughs> oh, man. He's, she's rubbing him down with Crisco, huh? Yeah, she's making mistakes. Annie's doing, I'm a hairdresser. <laughs> I like her. She's from Australia, like I mentioned before. She's Let's got a great voice. accent. Good look at his man part. Did we? I missed it. Boom mic. Now he looks very famous, but the I can't find him credited anywhere. He does look like Joe Don Baker. Yeah. Whoa, good idea. It could 
see that he just resembles Jonathan Winters. Yeah, uh, Joe Don Baker again. Joe Don Baker. Okay, hot towel on hot. his towels with his uh, nasty parts or something. Naughty parts on his shoes. That's a good, good warning. has the, the towel on him. That doesn't make sense, right? Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, someone needs to blow on this to cool it down. <laughs> so like, now, he was uh, pet of the year uh, for Penthouse in 1994. He was on the 25th anniversary pet of the year video. Huh. Uh, started out like being Australian, the finalist for the annual beauty pageant kind of thing. Really? I figured, of I figured it would be daily. Like, uh, you won uh, Miss March 15, 1975. Uh, so, it, it was, he was a, a hostess on a local Australian game show, too. Uh, she was Penthouse Pet of the Month in 77. She was in Penthouse in 79. Uh, named Pet of the Year in the televised the Aladdin Hotel in Vegas. She did follow-up beat tutorials. She looks fantastic, right? Looks like she's yeah. And today, Shell's Jewel Games, the Colt Memorial Um, And when you look her up on the internet today, she's still very pretty. I mean, she's obviously an older lady, but she's right. very pretty. That's, and, what, that's um, what I say on Oh, so no, not too. Huh. At, at a swap meet or like online? No, online. Designed jewelry. It's called Royal Something. Sorry, I don't have exactly the Okay, now we're at a local bar, and right. this is Buddha. He's one of the three. This is on Buddha's side. Buddha is trying to pick up the air, etc. You know, and it's not going so good. Now, remember, this is it. Old Satin Street, fuck up the mug. That's why they're there. So, Buddha decides, fuck the mug, I'm just going to take this glass I'm drinking out of the mug. He can't believe it. He's giving it like, hey, everybody check this out. That's right. They don't even show it. Fishburger showed an entire bottle of whiskey soon. If you go back in time and watch the New Jersey public access cable feed, see a young Mike Friedman drink an entire bottle. I, I was playing a professional game. Yeah, and, uh, you were playing I, the professional doctor. I drank an entire bottle of whiskey. In one take. Was it whiskey? Wasn't it uh, mezcal? Uh, no, it was uh, Mike Friedman. No, but don't say that. Oh, don't oops. Say it, <laughs> this movie takes time. Oh, they're at the drive-in or the they're at the drive-in. Okay, at night, the swap meet is a drive-in. And she goes from car to car to you know, uh, having sex with her John. That's Let's try the pizza. 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 
Supposed to be like little or little uh, Annie Annie. Remember that from Playboy magazine? Oh, God, Playboy. The creators and hat. It's Harvey Feinstein. Harvey Feinstein and Will Elder invented the centerpiece. Uh, and it's kind of like kind of a young Annie, you know, like. Oh, there goes right. the bug. She gets yeah, into a little adventure. Rocking. I love Harvey Feinstein. I love Will Elder. I'll read you some quotes from Will Elder. Because I think he's I should ask. I have Carl in the studio, the director of Swap Meet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Tony Swap. Tony, good to have no, you here. No, no, it's Bryce Mack. Bryce Mack and the board director of Seven Meet. Oh my God! Hey, sit down, sit down, please. I'm sorry, I got your name wrong. I know we got the no. Right. Come on, please, 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 someone. Uh, yeah, here, have a seat. Uh, as you know, we have 16 people here in the studio, and we have a full studio audience tonight. So here, have a. So, uh, what made you uh, decide to uh, be loud? That's it. That's the question. Oh, that's sad. Watch out, Tony. What decade are these guys from? Is he guy with the overalls and the other guy looks like a young fire fan? San Francisco. So basically it's like on his fifth or sixth birthday. Oh, so he's calling around for some kind of special Well, he dropped something going to pick it up. Uh, pick it up. Oh, I know. He was walking in Philly. I know. I know. Got it. Now he's back with horses and chickens. And fat and skinny just can't believe it. Now, one of them is Susan. I don't remember the name. So they swap meet all day. There's Susan and Nancy. And Nancy, you know her face. She's been on every television show in the 70s. Not, you know, only one. She's in the Waltons. She's in Matlock. And she was on an episode of everything. Just funny. You know, I remember her, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she's the one who gets coffee and John Boy. I got a uh, latte for John Boy. John yeah, Boy latte. Great. They wouldn't do lattes in the 70s. Oh, right. No, because cappuccino? Have a cappuccino? No, so I have here, Fat and Skinny and Sarah Graham are waiting for the Beatles. Now, why do they have to wait for them? I don't know, but they do on purpose so they can have an actual Beatles. Oh, they want to wreck the keyboard so they can drive it away? Right. Why not just wreck it? They don't want to wreck it all, all the way, but just enough to... Right. Okay, here it comes. And boom! A truck. You jerk! We truck you. Her right there. She's been in every TV show ever made in the 70s. Yeah, she's Dana Plato's friend. That's, That's right. why you know her face. Yeah. 
Thanks for this R-rated movie. <laughs> so Fat and Skinny are having their typical fight. That is right, Dunkin'. I had hair like that back in the day. Dunkin', yeah. You have hair like that now. Don't you? It's not as dead. Look at look how dead that Jufro is. It's like his yeah, life yeah, doesn't go through true. that. Those tight curls are infinite curls. Now, he he started this year, 79, his second film. He was Hall Monitor, Cecil Hall Monitor, Chris Hemsel in the cult classic... Rock and Roll High School, The Ramones. He, I totally know him, too. <laughs> he was also up last year. Damn. The top bar. He was also Roy on the Facts of Life for five seasons. Wait, Roy. Roy. He was a male guy on Facts for Life. What? They didn't deliver the mail. Well, I mean, they had George Clooney. He was on the show, and they had, I think, the principal in the first season. Uh-huh. And, uh, but it's Mrs. it's Mrs. Garrett and the girls. There was no boys in that, no regular guys. Well, he played a guy named Roy for five seasons. Now, I never really watched that TV series. I don't know. But I liked him because in 96, he was in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, all right. Thank God. Yeah. He was also in that movie, uh, Seven, as well. Look at this this garage he has. How fucking cool is that? He's Who got has? It's, this is Danny DeVito's garage. Oh, look. Danny DeVito has artwork on the outside. This terrible state with this wonderful car. How I old is Danny DeVito? How much will it be? He's in his 60s <laughs> today. Right. Well, I laughed because I thought it was... So in the seventies, he was doing uh, going south, and I right know now he's like in his twenties, right 20. here. So Taxi started in nine in the seventies, right? So this is seventy nine. Yes, Taxi started in the seventies. Now Leah Perlman met him before uh, the seventies, by the way. Huh. Uh, so you know what I mean? Like when somebody's like a, a midget or something, not a midget. Excuse me. I'm sorry for you. You probably will even object to that term. But you're like in Game of Thrones, then all of a sudden all the girls want to kiss you. No, no, no. Leah Perlman was, <laughs> his, was his girlfriend before he met her. Right. And they were together for a long time. And he would, you know, when he started directing, put her in uh, FedEx. Oh, no. What was it? He had a, uh, he directed a movie I never saw before. Showtime about Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I like him as a director. You know, War of the Roses is a great movie. You know, he's done some funny movies. They married in the 60s, too. He has done great movies. But, yeah. I mean, it's almost like a different Danny DeVito than the Danny DeVito of the 70s. He was a loose goofy person. He was a nice guy. This is a far cry from the romance of Chain Chain. Those uh, days were tough. What about, like, uh, uh, Once Were Love? Uh, okay, so that's a good example. <coughs> that was for the 70s. It wasn't a B-movie. But it was an ensemble film. He was, he was a, not a bit player, but 
she didn't really have much fun. She was just one of the cuckoos, right? Yeah. In the nest. Danny yeah. DeVito became a big star, okay? But but not at this time, you know? Right. Well, he's one of those enduring stars because he's kind of been in kind of generational landmark show television, right? Yeah. It's always sunny mm-hmm. in Philadelphia and Texas. It's two different fucking shows. Two different moves in television. Yep. Yep. And uh, plus, all those films where he was a Hollywood big star director and he directed all these big name stars, and then you get Shorty, who played the blowhard Hollywood guy. You know, he's always been in the industry. And Mm -hmm. uh, I know he has his own liquor, which I guess has nothing to do with the Yeah, right. Best thing about Danny DeVito is he was born in Nestle, New Jersey. He grew up <laughs> in New Jersey. Oh, and it shows. Yeah, God bless. Now, uh, Leah Perlman grew up in, like, Brooklyn, Coney Island, Brooklyn. But uh, it's close enough. Uh, what was the last thing you saw Leah Perlman in? Um, I saw her last as the shoplifting mother in Wahoo. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. All right, fair enough. The last thing I saw her in, I don't know, but in 2008, she was in Beethoven's Big Three. Is that what it was uh, called? Was, yeah, and I think it's like the seventh or eighth one. But she was also on episode of Wilfred. I saw her in Hung. She says she won't, even though her and Danny DeVito are, in fact, redundant, they'll never divorce again. They have their children together. They have huh. their houses together. So th- I thought they had divorced. <coughs> they will never divorce. She says she will never divorce Danny DeVito. Um, let's see, do I have it written down? Go, go. In 1992, she did a made-for-TV movie, To Grandmother's House We Go, opposite Ashley and Mary Jane Olsen, playing the wife of Jerry Van Dyke's character. The couple kidnaps the Olsen twins, hoping to cash in on Ransom before Christmas. Magic nudity, nudity. Yes, and it's Annie again. Bring her. Hi, guys. We just saved like three dollars on Now she really likes Bud Court, but not Bud Court. But Bud Court doesn't. Okay, there's Leah Perlman with the brat kid. Oh, how cool is that? Let's listen. They're sewing turtles. I had that T-shirt as a kid. Darth Vader? No, it's like, I, I guess so. I had those teeth as a kid. Me too, and that hair. And I used to yell at Swat Meat. I'd be like, I don't care. My mom's Peter Brittle is much better than yours. My mom's Rhea Perlman. Now I, now I gotta so look at babysitters. My mom's Rhea Perlman. We go out here so I can look at future babysitters. Possible babysitters. Okay, now we're getting 
what is every teenage sex comedy movie? Okay. He Dumbness. is Here in we the go. makeshift Ready? dressing room. And hey, buddy, why don't you just skateboard your white clothes over there and pull it? Ah. Oh, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. He said it because he feels terrible in his face. John Greer, John Greer. Okay. Now, he was Napoleon Dynamite's uh, uncle. Yes, yes, the man is great, too. He's like a Danny DeVito. He's just two different comedic maloos. Three. Yeah. Um, he was in Lost as uh, Roger Liner. Funny, he plays the father of a guy who in real life is two years older than him. Oh, was he in Flashbacks or Flash Forwards or was he on the island? I never watched Lost because you had to see it from the start. Right. I have seen it. I did it from the start. I waited a couple of years and I just threw it and watched it all on VHS. And mm-hmm. I watched the rest on VHS. And I watched the rest on TV. And uh, there's a guy named Christian Shepherd. That's a very religious. Okay. So, and then he says, follow me. And they, they follow the Christian Shepherd and then they go to heaven. Uh-huh. And they say they're the Jewish cats. Aren't you coming? Nah, I'm going to hang out here. <laughs> it's like now, I've never yeah. seen Lost, but I can watch The Father of Lost. Oh, yeah. That is a great film. And that, to me, is exciting to watch. So, a lot of so Fat and Skinny are just being jerks. Yeah, they're screwing up Booby McGoob's uh, plot line. Now, you see her face? Yes. Isn't it? Does she look? Oh, all no, the turtles look like real live turtles. Oh, they knocked down the table. Oh, oh shots fired. So it's like they're fat, pulling out dude. their phones. So fat. They're terrible. She called him. Okay, Pe- this is a very famous actor named Mark Lawrence. He always plays the modern um, underworld types, you know? Right. Now, his daughter is Tony Lawrence, uh, and she was married to Billy Bob Thornton. The ex-father-in-law of Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, so this guy is You know his hard. face, right? Billy Bob Thornton's face? Nah, his name is Mark Lawrence. It's Mark the guy Lawrence. on the left there. Let's, let me see if we can pick up any audio. Yeah, I've seen him around. Hey, buddy. Right, Get out of here. Kind of charge of the swap meeting. Um, we don't... The guy who's not Bud Court is yeah. secretly his son. Oh, he doesn't want the other swap meeting to go. This guy's his checking her Ziggy. out. Hi, Annie. Annie, over here. Annie, it's me, Mike. Annie, come get my gun. You went with that and said the sun will come out? <laughs> yeah, I went yeah. with that. Instead of the sun will come out tomorrow. Okay, listen, this Mark Lawrence, the gangster guy, he was in Star Trek Next Generation, and he was in uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, so he's my Star Trek hero. Wow, he was in both. 
same character or probably different no different, different characters i mean it's well it's 10 years different uh so you wouldn't have remembered okay there's annie trying to come on to him because you know you're so handsome so much hand more handsome than bud court <laughs> for the last time i'm not bud court and and uh biggie is just not falling for it you know even though like he's always aloof and playing it cool now look watch annie will try to be Look, I'm so sexy. And Bud Court, not Bud Court, will fall for it. Gotcha. Now, not Bud Court was um, the guy in Young Frankenstein, the opening scene. Isn't your grandfather's work blah, blah, blah? Oh, I have to, I have to receive that one. Forgot oh, about that. Oh, he was better equals to the... Do you remember when he took a scalpel and stabbed his father yeah. by mistake? Oh, that My was him. Father's work was shooting. Sir, I've been looking at your actor's resume, and you seem to have some great uh, acting uh, work. Well, thank you. I was in Mel Brooks's uh, Young Frankenstein. Yes, yes, and also Tony Anderson's Swap Me. Total? No, no. <laughs> yes, sir, but I know. I would rather talk about Mel Brooks's. Now, when you were in Swap Me, uh, was that now during the actual now. hours? What's that? Bryce Mack is the director. Bryce Mack. Bright Mack. Well, yeah. Bryce, Bryce. He's a bright guy named Mack. <laughs> B-R-I-C-E. You ever blow into a condom? It just smells. I never have. Yeah. Well, it, it helps if it's a clean condom. Oh, oh, oh. That's the one. Yes. Now, uh, not Bud Court was also in MASH. Really? Wasn't real Bud Court also in MASH? Uh, I don't think so. It was Captain Burhart in MASH, 1970. Uh, he was in Where the Buffalo Roam, 1980. A lot of people don't know that, but it was a Bill Murray movie that I yeah. love. I've seen it. And it's it a, it's a Peter Boyle movie. Office. Peter Boyle movie that I love. Yeah, Peter Boyle was, Peter Boyle uh, was great in that. Yeah, he was lawyer. the best part in that movie. The lawyer. And uh, we're talking about... Um, wrote for Rolling Stone lots of stuff fear and loathing in Las Vegas right his name is uh, Beverly Cleary right. no we I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Anne Rice Daniel Still Hunter S. Thompson Thompson Hunter Yay. S. Thompson right thank you um, Danny Goldman was also in Beware the Bob watch and Linda Lovelace for president with real Linda Lovelace. Which we watched. Yeah. Well, but he's most most famous for that he the biggest thing in his career, an eight eight year run, is the voice of Brains Murphy in Hanna Barbera's Wait a minute, why did you tell me beforehand? I would have uh, totally who? Uh uh Ephro or old man? Uh, um, no, it, it's um, not not uh, Bud Court. Was oh, not Bud Court. Yeah, yeah. And not Bud Court is this guy right here, right? No, no. this guy is Buddha. Is that Jufro well, is driving me crazy? I can't focus on anything else. That is Buddha. Yeah. And but not Bud Court wasn't even in that scene, but. Uh, 
Mark Lawrence was also in The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, check this out. That guy, the uh, the former father-in-law of Billy Bob Thornton, check, check this out. He was really literally friends with the legendary mob lord, mob boss, Luckman. Hmm. And he would visit him in Italy, you know, because he got deported when he was when he got out of prison for prostitution. But whenever Lawrence would go see him, Lucky would always ask him, talk in, you know, exaggerated weird accent. <laughs> because Luciano missed New York, and New oh, Yorkers dude. hearing his accent feel great. So, um, Mark Lawrence was in front of the Un-American Activities Committee, and like a pussy, caved, and he gave he away all these secret He named names? Ooh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, pick Swampy if things. I know there was Gap. That's right. Turncoat. A lot of good okay, socialist now, brothers who write movie screenplays. Lost Jobs is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I would throw shit off the truck for him. Really a worthy cause. So this is just, you know, like you say there's no plot, but there is. And lots of it has to do with the rivalry between the gang and Fat and Skinny. Now, can you, uh... So wait, watch what happens. All right. T-Bird! Jump. 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 My 70s truck! My empties! Look I at littered. that litter! Total 70s littering right there. Oh, they totaled the T-Bird yeah. and we didn't get to see it. Cheap bastards. That's right. Well, you, you saw them get out of there. That doesn't <laughs> count. I need to see a fucking T-Bird whether it's stock-footed or not crash down a hill. Right. Now, I just now, just this afternoon, finished of Waterman, which is? is totally totally he go, he's supposed to go into the toilet well up all this water and there's an explosion and we just totally tricked 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 him great well that's what i want to see that's the money shot that's where my money goes that's what i'm trying <laughs> to see now look after their accident what do they do go, go to, to a bar yeah i know they smell like fish he literally pulled a fish out of his shirt I would not serve that table. Table seven is yours, Carl. I'm not going near there. You guys are going there. I'm not going to tip. Hi, table and, uh, seven. My name is Mike. Uh, oh, so she works at the bar? No. She's wearing her swap meet clothes. Well, I guess they all are. But well, I mean, uh, Susie's wearing very gingham-y looking. I don't know. I... Dance has really just got her boobs out, right? Because that's yeah. the kind of shirt you do just to em accentuate your boobs. Uh, Deborah Richard is wearing a suit of boxing briefs, okay? Huh. But They're most all in the second wife of the police officer Andy Venko on Kill Sweet Sue. And, yeah. yeah. You know what that van was missing? Crappy Gear. Or Scooby Dub. So it was all about Hill Street Blues. Her and her uh, husband were always on Hill, Hill Street, Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. Hill yeah. Street Blues. It's time for Hill Street Blues. I Be love the theme song. Be careful out there. Be careful out there. You're okay, watching. So I, I want to do a new uh, segment for Jared Show uh -huh. called Shout Out to the Listener. And I've chosen this week to shout out to Bill Duncan. 
I'd have to kill Duncan. Duncan is a listener and she truly appreciates Hollywood Dog Good Things. Keep listening. Still, still. She wished us yeah. good health with her sister. Good health. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Jill. Yeah. And uh, everyone, of course, be safe. And uh, radio is available anywhere you are. So if you're home and you listen to radio, we do have a Venmo donation account at Mutiny Radio. Donate some money, but check out. We have a huge archive. As you know, Carl and I did. Carl flew over here when we did the annual yeah. Radio Comedy Festival. And there's over 40 shows available right now if you want to check them out. Collectors.org is where you can find all the uh, shows to download and listen to. Yeah. So, um, you know, check it out. And, um, it was a fun time. It was yeah. a great contest. Uh, we're going to actually uh, play festival. some. There was two shows that were not part of uh, our feed, but we're going to play them later, probably in April. Uh, so we have some specialty shows that are for the live audience, and uh, you'll get to hear it. So, uh, uh, but probably next month. Probably next month. Okay, so now they go to Sabine. They're like, Sabine, if you're a psychic, tell us where our bad guy's car is. Because we're not jerks who are going to screw up his car, but what we will do is kidnap it and tell him, you fix the T-Bird back to the way it used to be, and we'll give you your car back. That T-Bird is wrecked. So you must yeah. be like, done at the SWAT as you're somewhere out. Oh, they're dead. Now, look, he's playing the – right. That's the big joke. Sensitive. Oh, he was an organ grinder. Um, uh, now, look, Rhea Perlman went to see this play uh, called The Crazy Bride um, in 71, and it featured DeVito, and she just loved him. He played – silly little man. He played the little guy on the cake. That's very good. The Crazy Bride. He was already drunk. Yeah, he right. Was born drunk. He was. He, uh, she discovered him in the fifth act. Two weeks after meeting, they moved in together, and they were married in '83. So you're saying that they hate kids. each other, but they don't. They're separated. They don't hate each other. They just. I have born. no idea. I would not call it moving together because I just don't know that. I just know that they were married and a unit together for. 20-something years, and nowadays, today, like, she says she'll never divorce him, but they're not... See, I thought, like, I thought they divorced, like, in the movie, like, in the So, I, I well, don't let know. let me look it up. Because I've always... I love his fucking gallery of homemade pictures of Einstein outside. Yeah. Yeah. Jen DeVito did Uh, Rhea Perlman says she'll never divorce. Wow. Danny DeVito. Even what after for? Swan. We do this separately. Each other a lot of years. You know what it is? She said, listen, we made SWAT move together, so we could survive anything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We made Ma uh, Matilda. Remember that movie, Matilda? Yeah, and that became a Broadway musical smash, and he probably made more money off of that than any of these movies. You know, like, uh, it's a good movie. He's a good director. In, he has uh, this in kind fact, of like. Perlman is a good director. Absolutely. Uh, it says, in fact, Perlman said her relationship with the Dumbo actor is better than it was for the last five years. 
Now that they live separately, they live apart and see each other a lot. He's in Dumbo, right? Because he lived. I saw that. I guess so. Timothy, uh, Tim Timothy Burton. Yeah, right. Because it was Michael Keaton and Danny DeVito from Batman Returns as the same uh -huh. director, and this time they were in Dumbo. You know what I like? I like Disney movies that they remake old Disney stuff, like Dumbo or uh, Christopher Robin, Disney Christopher Robin. Right. And they have the British scene where they're World War One vets. They usually do the flashbacks in like the opening credits, and they'll have like a very stylized them in the trenches and fighting, and they come home. And I know like Colin Farrell like lost an arm or something, and that's now part of Dumbo's world. But it's like that war was terrible. You know, you can sugarcoat yeah. anything in Disney, but the opening yep. credits show some respect. I mean, it's not like, oh, there's one moment he was in the trenches, and then he's now he's back. You know? Yeah, everything's nice. Yeah, that mo that war was. You're right. It sucked. Horrific. The worst ever, and everyone was shell shocked. And this is that we renamed it World War One. Right. Didn't know we renamed it. It was called the Great War or the War to End All War. The War to End All War. Named it World War One when we won. Well, you We're know, such a braggy nation, right? Well, no, they looked at Saturday's Returns and they said, "Do you look at this box office? We gotta make a <laughs> sequel." <laughs> Greenlight it. Yeah, right. Greenlight a sequel. That was the World War we named, so we called it World War One. Right. I would have called World War Two like World War One again. Well, the camp. We're the, killing it. The promotion was. <laughs> Fantastic posters everywhere coming soon. WW2. It's like, what's WW2? Is that like a Fast and the Furious sequel? Yeah, coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Lots of plot twists. We're bringing characters back. We're bringing it right. We're, we're going to recreate some moments. We're going to open the field a bit. I guess maybe it was a bit player in WW2. Right, he was part of the sequel. Yeah. WW2. He was only there in World War One. So Th now they have stolen his car. So the guy comes to pick up his car, and he goes, "I'm gonna do a great job on your car, soon as I find it." And he's like, "What?" Now there's a ransom note. The ransom note. His car's right there, right behind him, right? No, it's a different. No, that's the sequel. Oh, I see. Now, would you recommend Remember this? Remember they movie? were sharing the ice cream on his windshield? Right, that's right. Now, yeah, I'm not going to ask you whether or not you recommend this movie. Would you, re if you, I was a Danny DeVito completist, I would have to, right. you would recommend Swap Me on that alone. No, no. Yeah, you would. It's not essential no, well, viewing? No, Danny DeVito's part in this is not anything good. It's, he does, oh, you know what's really good? says, I will send this car, they will make a part for its company, I will send it to Neptune, New Jersey. And so I was like, yeah, that's great. Referencing where he grew up. He said Neptune, New Jersey? No, that means you made it in Hollywood and you were able to outlive your hometown. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, now this is the car uh, that they stole. And now they're there's a surprise. They're at Buddha's family farm or something. 
And there's all these kids that are part of Police Outreach. Not only uh, is this Greer a, was, yeah. uh, he was also in Catching Up Farmers. He was in The Rundown. He was in Get Shorty. So he must have been a grown-up at the end. Yeah, the this rundown, was the second like movie ever. Yeah. Video, Vidioc was his first character ever. Uh, Joycelyn. Joycelyn was his first character. Really? I thought he was like, oh. Oh yeah, of course he was. So no, this Joyce, this can't be his first. So he was in this I guess movie maybe that's his first movie of note. Yeah, I mean maybe like Boyga could have. I love how this. Now movie... he did. Go ahead, girlfriend. He did two years on the TV show Martin. Yeah, he's Martin been in McDaniel's a couple of times. Name of the character. I love this film called Ed and the Dead Mother. Oh yeah, that was Steve Buscemi, right? Right, Steve Buscemi. Now, I don't – might have been the sales – you remember that famous salesperson who kept selling uh, Steve Buscemi rice? Oh, and I, I never saw the movie. I know it's on YouTube. Like the junk – oh, you haven't seen it. No, oh, yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. YouTube, Carl. Okay. I won't ruin it for you, but you should because it'll be fun. The only other fun thing about him – was in uh, an Alice in Chains video that Brewster, do you know that song? Uh, how many? I do not know. I know a couple Alice in Chains songs. The Rooster's one of their huge, huge songs. The Rooster, the Rooster goes You really don't know it? Once the there was a rooster. Yeah, I love all that grunge music. One. There was a rooster. <laughs> 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 made of charcoal. Set me out. Uh, no, the rooster's a very famous Alison Chain song. It's, uh. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I know uh, you know. It goes, hey, <laughs> here comes the rooster. No, he's not gonna die. You don't know it? Well. I mean, if you tell me there's a rooster, I'm going to be like, what's his mortality rate right now? Is he going to die? <laughs> no, second verse. No, he's not going to die. Relax. Let me get a cute No, he ain't going to die. That's because we eat chicken, motherfucker. No. I need a rooster. Wake me up. Wow, this movie has it all. I was going to say, like, not only did we pay good money to go to a drive-in thing without a drive-in, we also yeah. get to see a swamp meet and a fucking petting zoo. And check it right. out, these teenagers are petting each other at this thing, they're, too. And the kids are watching them. rolling in the hay. They are literally rolling in the hay. Now, the director of this movie started as a background actor for Disney in the 40s and 50s. He did, um, he did Peter Pan. He did Lady and the Tramp. He did Alice in Wonderland. All available and then on for Disney, Disney Plus. He started to write. Uh, you know, Mike, um, yeah. with Disney, he did some quality films, and he wrote some quality films, but on his own as a director, he did the live-action horror film Jennifer. Any of these live-action? 
mean Jennifer? Or like demonic possession Nin- of Jennifer? Yeah, nineteen seventy-eight live-action horror film Jennifer, and it was written by the same guy who wrote this one. He did Rooster, coincidentally, called Rooster the Birds of Death, eighty-three. <laughs> Cockatoodle death. Yeah. He did Half a House in 79. He did four movies. He directed four movies and they're all terrible. You know you know but who did the second half the house is Dexter Fletcher directing that one. Dexter. He was the one who directed uh, Bohemian Rhapsody when Edgar Wright was Edgar Wright. Oh, oh. So he said he directed a movie called Half a House and Dexter Fletcher directed the rest of them. Uh, see, Pam. Thank you, Pam. I don't know if you can hear it through my plastic bag over the microphone, but I got Pam on that one. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, he's the father of an Academy Award-winning visual effects supervisor named Guy. And, you know, it's sort of eclipsed his fame, I guess. But, I mean, his background work in the 50s is impressive things. He was part of the Disney. Wow. So he must have just been like, shit, we live in this neighborhood. Let's shoot a movie. <laughs> yeah. Where? At the drive-in. Oh, you mean the flea market? It's not a flea market. Well, no, the thing is, it's like, you want to get people to come to the drive-in. So they're there during the day for the SWAT yes, meet. So yes. how do you get them back at the drive-in? You make a movie called SWAT Meet. But they're like, shit, uh, yeah, I love that. I Let's go. It. And it's like Wasn't I, eight hours of SWAT meet enough. We're gonna do another. <laughs> Let's go watch seventy-eight more minutes. Okay, now here we have the slightest bit of hilarity. Okay. And this still this movie hasn't been made money, but here we have the slightest bit. They are drunk. Drunk, drunk, drunk. And for some reason, they want to drive the car to the SWAT meet. Now, what they're doing is they've arranged a swap. They're going to give him his car back so it can be perfectly repaired to his version. Okay? Right. So they're going to start driving. Look at the old-style beer can. I know. That's what I'm looking at. Where did he put the tab? Lots of times, they they drop it in. Yeah, but doesn't like like a like no, the mixer is and th- that sounds legit. Well, I had two big fears in growing up in the seventies. One, I would swallow the beer tab that I put in my ear when I dropped it. Right. There. And two, Billy the Kid would ra- uh, quote me on it. Thinking that I would get infected <laughs> by Spider Man. Things I wanted to explain yeah. to myself. Now, in order to protect the car, they they left. Cover on it, and Buddha is telling them, "Make a laugh, pick up the kid, drive me." This is one of the only funny hilarity scenes of drug driving. The only two things were scaring me in the seventies. The first one was uh, what was the first one? Uh, I can't think of who. Said, no, there, you said there's two. Oh yeah, swallowing the yeah the beer tab. tab of the beer. Okay, two things scared me in the seventies. One was swallowing that beer can and drop it back into my ear. Second one was my mother's look. It was out of control. <laughs> Look at that thing. Ah. Katie's stunning. 
Yeah, the eighties came. It was oh, so there was uh, it was different in the eighties, is what you're saying? Yeah, in the eighties, uh, it started to get reasonable with their vision. So this was written by a guy named Peter Kranz, and he only wrote three things. One is this plot movie. The other thing is Jennifer. Right, the horror which was, movie. Right, directed by the same director. So maybe that's right. why it was part of the movie. Lastly, there was something called Seventy-seven. That sounds familiar. I'm not definitive on that. Uh, you sure he didn't write adaptions by Rupert Gates? Uh, IMDb of the movie. Uh, Argo. Nineteen. Oh, the e- Argo. Something's wrong with my keyboard. All right. Well, you know, you can move on. Nope. It's just a horrible, scary-looking Not even something I recognize. Wow, something's really wrong with my keyboard because the letter U is the number four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to try to figure out why. You bought a you bought a used uh, Christmas keyboard, right, Noel? <laughs> Noel. Noel. Goodness. What kind of name is that, Noel? It's got two L's in the middle. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I have right. Hiding in plain sight. My name is Noel. But the two L's. There's like a comic strip, like a Frank and Ernest comic, and uh, one of the Frank and Ernest comics is singing the alphabet, the entire alphabet in the middle, except for the letter L. That was my Christmas carol for the L's. Oh, man. <laughs> you just got the day's work for you. You fucking knocked that daily comic strip <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm going to write the alphabet. I'm going to write 25 letters of the alphabet in the panel. Punchline second, and I'll sign it. <laughs> And my assistant ink it and go it and go to the golf course. I'm sorry, this movie must be really good. Uh well, okay, so Annie now confessing her love for not bud not bud course. Lisa confessing her love. Now getting a blowjob. And they're gonna get married. She's going to insist to become a partner at this plot movie. Now, right in the middle of the movie, Jay, uh, the girls show up. Oh, She's like, not them. now, girls. Go away. And she says, yes, but it's an opportunity to make money. She goes, Annie, come on, they're serious. You know, and he, oh, they know she, Annie's there? Pretty she odd. gets mad and Annie bites his dick. <laughs> Go ahead, you can turn it up. Go ahead. Okay, now, not Bud Course is having a protest. He's going on strike. He's not letting anyone into the plot movie at all. 
worst Saturday afternoon ever. Yeah, here goes Mark Lawrence. Listen, right. a ghost of Lucy La uh, Lucky uh, Lucky Luciano wants to speak with you personally. That's right. I'm gonna turn you into the House on American Activities <laughs> after they pressure me. Gonna bury your body in Lucy's park backyard. Too soon? Not for me. <laughs> I live with it every day. Hey, you. So, now Iggy's making his demands. You know, like, they're the biggest plot meet ever, which is Seabird and the other Wichita's Dome, is going to happen. It's going to go down here at your swap meet. I'm going to make you famous. I'm getting married. I want more money. I want to be a partner. We don't understand why he says okay. But he does. We're going to find out it's because he's the son of Rose. Okay, and then is this the movie ends? Uh, no, that's not the big revelation. Okay, here he's talking to Fat and Skinny, and, you know, there is a plot. Um, hey, Carl, do they have names before we continue with this movie? I'm Skinny. All right. All right. Go ahead, turn them on. Turn it on. Is it up? I can't hear it. It's scratchy when I get it. Oh, okay. We're having a little audio issue. I mean, maybe they have real names, but are there really ever anything but Fat and Skinny? <laughs> well, his style is like a dry. Okay, so now, and he's like, I'm getting married. He goes, I have big news. Can you guess? And 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 uh, Boone is like, uh, you're pregnant. He goes, no, I'm getting married. He's like, I I was right. Look, see the skateboarder. He goes, he's going to get hurt, as if he predicted it. And like he always has accidents. Oh. Jeez, what a bummer. What's yeah, weird in this movie is, like, half the jokes are she's a bullshitter. And then the other, not half, but, like, they're not jokes. Like, the other side is, like, she really has her amazing power. So she which was, is it? She was dancing at this party. Like, she would show up and she's like, uh-uh, I'm not going on the half pipe. Not with fucking <laughs> fortune tellers in it there. He's stealing more stuff, and an American House Committee guy <laughs> continues to try to catch her. He's going to have a case of mistaken identity. We'll Hello. laugh, laugh, Hello, laugh. operator. Yeah, operator, this is Mark Lawrence. Get me Lucky Luciano. Set, or I'll call you in on the House of an American Committee. Set. Connecting. <laughs> Good one. Oh, Lucky Luciano. Stolen, stolen. Hey, Lucky Luciano's up. They are escaping. You know why she's suspicious? Suspicious of Look, he goes like, I've been watching you all day. I caught you. She goes, what? 
that's where Ferris Bueller's Day Off comes in. This is not Bud Court Radio. I'm not Bud Court. But I love you in Electric Dreams. What? I'm not Bud not Cord. an Electric Dreams. Uh, why did you even name it? Because You're not Bud I wasn't Bud Court as you put it on uh, the credits. You weren't. You were not Bud Court. Uh, who, who was in Mash? Who was in Young Frankenstein? I was in I Mash. I was in Mash. <laughs> and Frankenstein. Luke, that's oh, me. Like I found. Mom, Mom, I found a Mad Magazine paper bag. They take the comic and they cram it into a paper bag and it looks like I'm reading a book. Okay, look, now obnoxious boy gets the pie in the face. Pizza boy. They were going to save that for the pizza boy movie. The worst porno ever. Nothing what I expected. (laughs) Okay, now, Mr. Cool shows up and basically is like, you have a vehicle. There's only, it's like, I only have my vehicle. The keys. You can't just take my tow truck. It's my livelihood. So now it's sort of going to be an act three race to the swap meet. Uh, in order to. Yeah. Danny DeVito done? They jump yeah. Danny DeVito is yeah. done. Yes. And so is Rhea Perlman. All right, now, Fat and Skinny are going to fuck with uh, our heroes as they head towards the race. Typically, I wouldn't go towards the race. No? Yeah, and uh, I don't think it was an M. Because, like, she took out the card, and she started putting it in, like, seven rows. And I mm-hmm. said, uh, where's my fair card? Oh, uh, I'm just a seven rows. So now, um, not Bud Cord is up on the top of the double-decker bus, right. and he's like, this is the greatest day. We're going to have the greatest spot ever. The keyword for the Peugeot. I think it's a Peugeot. So now they've cut the slip, as they say. They sobered up on him? Yeah, that's right. And King Vidyot is driving. They're encouraging. Faster, faster. We're late for our audition, you know. Right. So it's breaking away. Oh, breaking away the um, that was the bicycle one. Really enjoyed that. No, maybe. I'm not sure. Right. God, where's that car? Oh, shit. I gotta make a point. Nobody oh, the father in um, 16 Candles was in that breaking of wall. Right, Cole. He was in one of our films, I think. That's why I know him. He was in the 
sports guy, right? Yeah, he was. He was also known as the Little Guy because at times he had some very unpleasant Ho Hold on one second. I'll be right back. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to check out the finale of Make it to the finale. <laughs> my, my wife interrupted me just to say there's no foreplay in the movie Little Guys Watch. Yeah, we go right to it. We go right to it. <laughs> Unless you're paying attention. This is the longest car ride ever. Yeah, it's unrealistically long, and everyone's sitting there waiting for the finale. Right. Um, yeah. Well, no, no. One person standing there. The rest of them bugger off. Right, so now they're like, entertain the crowd, distract them as we wait, wait, wait. So Annie will start doing the pretending. Oh, really? She's not going to uh, let us know. <laughs> well, that's a one. You can't service the entire crowd with that one. That's a one at a time thing. Okay. Up top. Good, not Bud Court looks in his three piece, you know, the vest of a three piece suit. But you're right, though, Mike. That is like how the song goes at the swap meet. At the swap meet. Or maybe it is how the song goes. Might have uh, sounded like it was in their cluster meeting. Over and over it goes at the swap meet. We're at the swap meet. Terrible. You know, the sequel, AA, is funny because that's we're at the AA. <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous. At the AA. This is anonymous, timid. You know, nobody has to know that you're an alcoholic. Just stand <laughs> up and say your name and admit to being an alcoholic. Now, I hear that Danny DeVito has a production company called Jersey Stone, so maybe I should send him my Joe Piscopo governor and call it, you know, yeah. make it real Jersey. No, he ran for – Joe Piscopo ran for governor? He never actually did run for governor. There was many, many races in which he telegraphed that he was going to run. One time – uh, taken extremely seriously, and the Bill Murphy team came to him and sat down, and they said, what would you like to see out of the government of New Jersey as they tried to placate him that he wouldn't run and he didn't? I think he liked, he liked the idea of being governor more than he would really like to be administrator of a, of a state. So no, everyone's think. pretending to be super into Annie. She's going to strip think. all the way. And Bud Cord is not Bud Cord is like, no, you don't. No, no, she's not. She's oh, topless, yeah. see? Yeah. Now everyone's looking. What happened? They drive yeah. right through. Yay, Eddie's going to get the 
Oh, no, not the T-Birds. We just drove it over. But her boobs were such, her boobs were such a distraction that there was a four-car pileup that you just never got to see. You just never got to see. Right. You we, see the aftermath right. of the scene. And we know that was in the trailer, too. <laughs> Even Bud Court knows that yeah. Bud Court. You wanna go see Bud Court, then go to the San Bernardino Club. There from San two to seven PM. Look at my Pucho. Okay, now well, they're getting <laughs> it's she's wearing jean shorts. She is wearing jean shorts. <laughs> dot com. Yeah, I don't know, know what that is. There's Ziggy, Danny Goldman. Danny Goldman, not Bud Court. Goldman Mark Lawrence. They look no. like right. not Lord Lucky Luciano. Hey, Dave, you see. Oh, yeah, that's right. Talking ass. a Jersey, talking a New York accent. We, we were talking hey, about something else. About I just want to say that guy's rare ass is I thought it was a Cena name, but okay. Now look how they're showing all these like it's a great film and they're just reliving it all. It was. They're about to leave the theater. He's like, "Isn't from that time when you were like right?" Look, it says Andy Perlman and Phil Cogsworth. I wonder if he threw his brother a threw his brother a bone. Oh, you know what? I think it's. Carl, what'd you think of the movie? Uh, it was terrible. I hated it, and it was awful, and it was good for your show because we got to laugh at not Bud Court. We got to see John Greer again, um, and I don't know. It was good for your show. There was lots to talk about. Playboy Playmates. And, um, that's it. That's it's, it. Bad movie. Bad movie. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, Carl, I'm going to go ahead and uh, Carl, I'm going to type in what the uh, – oh, as you know, we uh, – as we move forward in this pandemic, we always find out what's happening in the Okay, 2009. Yeah, I gotta type Row that in. O O T O T. 
Bobo what? Bobo Duck. D U C K? Yeah. Okay, Bobo Duck. Duck. N E T S E L. Lamp. Okay, cool. Carl, let me see if I can find a trailer. A movie trailer comes out before the movie doesn't spoil anything. It pitched to the full-length movie. That's why it's called a movie trailer. I see. All right, so uh, I found this trailer, which is very very good for that category. Uh -huh. Doc. Sleazy lawyers. Can't pay your electric bill? Sue your doctor. Overworked doctors. I'm finished! After the bye-bye, game over. In a world where the healthcare I system is about to collapse. You, 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 you. Wait a second. That is our world. We need doctors, and doctors make mistakes. After all, they're only human, right? Not anymore. National Lamb presents. Yeah. What did you think I said? Doc. D U C K. Robo Doc. Oh. Want me to start the server? Let's start it again. Really, Thank you, Doctor. I'm going to need to see. All right, let's finish this. Oh, man, I should have watched this in the first place before picking it, but I was looking for a national anthem. Well, you found one. All right, I'll start the trailer over again. Find I it? really want to do National Anthem's open mic, but I'm so afraid to write it because you'll go, no, no, change it. No, 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 no. Listen, National Anthem's open micers, two guys, it starts off with them, two best friends doing it. 25 years later, they're still doing it. And they hear about Just for Laughs uh, has an audition. They go in the audition, it's just a little bit of competition. But wait, why, why 25 years later? Like, we're not going to go through 25 years of being an unsuccessful open micer? You know, I mean, well, yeah, I guess so. What else are you supposed to do? Well, you know, that's really not National Lampoon's style. Usually they have a group of young, young horny guys right. who are and off on some quest. So I think it might be better to make, like, a local clique of open micers have some sort of shot to something. Like, but I'm they, going to they LA have to have like a strong work ethic. Comes in that their manager or something, or yeah. what you think? Or maybe yeah, or they uh, yeah, their comedy friends. Okay, what about the whole concept of the guy who goes away to Florida, which is don't do comedy? Oh, 
Oh well, I still think that guy's just me. Okay, and then at the end, he he, comes uh, back. He has a new tongue. He didn't do anything to get it. (laughs) All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are brainstorming our movie of the week. Open micers. Yeah, it's directed by Mike Mandel here at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. We will be back with another movie review. And if we're not, just check our Facebook page. We'll give you the full details. We would love to review it with no, you. No, we will be here. No, Mike, next week we're going to watch RoboDoc Studio. All right. Situation Normal. Until Bring then, your own plastic until bag. then, go to pcrcollective.com. Go to no. the UD Radio Comedy Central podcast. It's one of the 47 shows that Yeah. All right, Carl, thank you so much. Uh, anything else? Or? Yeah, it's mutinyradio.fm. That's the website. That is the website. Yes. Uh, why Carl. not make a donate thing? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Carl, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And thank uh, you, Michael. Check out carlsucks.com or classic Carl just sucks. Sucks. Well, life is so sweet, Mike. I might be there in person this weekend. We'll see. I heard Greyhound is really low at this point. You could take well, a car, Uber carpool across the country. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to it. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in 7 days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at 
www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riding. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Carmine Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen. Uh, here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
what's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead parasites? Well, shoot. Time to time, I'd like to start a joke. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag-dabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radio. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt 
and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls, trivia on Mondays, taco Tuesdays, first Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice say Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me While I'm alone and blue as can be Dream a little dream of me Stars fading but I linger Still craving your kiss I'm longing to linger till 
Full of strife, take down your mental senses, my song of life. Accept your deepest senses, there will be no fright. The never ending orchestra of perfect insight. Surround your mortal being with a halo of light. Be your animated or a global delight. Soon your every single party will be out of Now I'm a dipser in every 
ticket But the brothers Hitler wear a permanent ring Because of Mr. Daly and my man Jimmy Hendrix So these two brothers make the world go round Yeah, they do it with art and Jimmy did it with sound But all these men, it was found That there were not any more so earthbound Don't let the rest of space keep us more modern days Stand up for equal rights, we like the burning lights Go and spread the world from town to town We are the human race And up we go, you blow
心。